Welcome, I am Bree. I'm a doctor of physical therapy, the founder of Femme Fusion Fitness, and the author of Lady Bits, Understand Your Body, Elevate Your Health, and Reclaim Your Spark Naturally. My mission is to build community and awareness around women's wellness and pelvic health. I invite you to listen, laugh, learn about, and love all of the bits that make you whole. Let's go to the show. Hello, my friends. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed last week's interview, the recording with my husband. We had a really fun time sharing that with you, and and we've gotten some good feedback so far. But if you haven't had a chance to listen, there are, gosh, I think about 85 episodes of, of this podcast to date. And I today wanted to take some time to talk about challenges because over the last 85 episodes, over the last year and a half of this podcast, and over the last, you know, 41 years of my life, (laughs) I've definitely encountered several personal challenges and then lots of challenges with the clients that I work with as far as, you know, them sharing their pelvic health challenges with me. The pelvic floor is a really big deal. This part of our body can cause a lot of heartache and headache and mental and emotional strain when we have issues down there. And so today I thought I would take some time to talk about, again, changing your perspective on challenges. And the idea, the concept of are you looking at just the challenges or are you also looking at the changes? Or another way to say it is, are you looking at the changes or are you just looking at the challenges? So one thing that I really love sharing in my Fem Squad group, which is part of my Lift program. If you're interested in Lift, de- definitely check out the uh, show notes, by the way, because I will put a link in there for how you can get the first week of Lift for free. But my Fem Squad group is a wonderful community where we talk a lot about all sorts of things related to pelvic health and kind of a special emphasis on prolapse, but we do talk about all sorts of things related to pelvic health, bladder issues, uh, pelvic pain and tension, sexual health issues, all of that and more. But one thing that we really love talking about is documenting evidence of your growth. So documenting every single win, no matter how big or small, to really remind yourself of, first of all, where you're going, but also you know, where you've been. It's it's one of those things where like if you think about your kid and you think about if you have a child and you think about how you don't even notice that they're growing every day. But if you mark and, and track them over time, like the little old fashioned pencil mark on the wall as they grow and get taller, you can definitely see massive evidence of growth, even if you're not noticing it from day to day. Or maybe when you see somebody, uh, somebody visits that they haven't seen your, your kid for a long time, they're like, whoa, you've gotten so big to your child. And your child is like, what? I have? And you even are like, what? He has or she has? He's gotten big? But I guess he has if you haven't looked. If you haven't really looked and if you haven't been tracking the day-to-day, which we don't because we just get blind to what we see constantly in front of us all the time, we're blind to it. And so it is important to 
not be blind to it, you know, as to, to, with our children, we, we track them. We put the little pencil marks on the wall. We have people coming into our lives that are like, wow, you've grown so much. And it can remind us. We also see them growing out of their pants. Obviously that's a, <laughs> another visual representation. Oh my gosh. I've had to buy my son so many pants these days. He's growing so fast as a 14 year old teenager. It just happens really fast. Oh my goodness. But it's cool because we're documenting evidence of this growth. And just like that, just like that analogy, you too can document evidence of your own growth. And you can start seeing this evidence build up of little small wins that are as small as, you know, I was able to run across the street to, you know, put my garbage out or, you know, roll my garbage bin down the road because I realized the garbage collector was coming and my bin wasn't on the street. And I was able to not only run out to get my garbage, but also roll it down the road and not have any leakage from my bladder or any feelings of pelvic heaviness or any increase in my prolapse symptoms, even though I, you know, ran, I pulled, I was kind of stressed because I thought I'd miss the garbage collector. That's just a tiny example, but it's the type of example I'm talking about that you can literally write down on paper to help you document evidence of your growth. Because you need to do these not only to see that you are experiencing small successes and not only to uh, also feel better on, on days when maybe you're having kind of a bad day. Let's face it, we are cyclical creatures. Every human being on the planet is cyclical. But if you are um, a person with female hormones, then you have even more cycles that you're dealing with. Every month we have these massive cycles if you're still menstruating. And even if you're not menstruating, you still have some hormones that are different than male hormones that do cause changes in our moods, in our pelvic organ position even. The position of our organs literally shifts and changes throughout the month. You may experience more symptoms just throughout the day. From day to day, you may experience more symptoms versus another day, and then definitely heightened by our hormones and our hormone balance, our hormone levels, um, for many reasons. But basically, you need that documenting evidence of your growth to you know, celebrate your wins and see that you are making forward motion, but also to feel like you are still making that progress on days when you might be having a bit of a rough day pelvic health wise. The other thing that it does is really help you because change can be messy. Being a human is messy. Let's be honest here. Being a human being is a messy experience and change can be challenging. Um, Challenges themselves are what change you. So this challenge of your pelvic health concern if you're listening and you have a pelvic health concern, as hard as it is, it is changing you from the inside out. And you need to document evidence of your growth to remind yourself of what you're learning and how you're growing and the positive things that are happening to you as you go through the messy, sticky, tough time. So it's just like the butterfly. I'm sure you've heard that fact that when a butterfly, or excuse me, a a caterpillar goes into a cocoon and ultimately turns into a butterfly, there's this period of of the metamorphosis, this period of the life cycle where the caterpillar just kind of melts down, like breaks down into this just like caterpillar soup before it turns into and reforms and redevelops into this amazing butterfly. 
And then the butterfly has to come out of the cocoon and it's kind of, the wings are kind of sticky and gloppy and goopy and then it takes some time even for them to unfurl so the butterfly can fly away as a completely changed being. So that caterpillar soup time is the hard time. That's the, that's the rough time. That's when in our lives, maybe you've, um, you know, you've, you've just developed a pelvic health condition. Like maybe it's been building over some time, probably. Maybe there's been things that have added up, but then you experienced some symptoms. You went to the doctor, you got a diagnosis, and maybe you're like, oh my goodness, what do I do? You've gone on Google. You've gotten a little bit freaked out by some of the things you've seen online. Maybe you're in some support groups that maybe aren't the most supportive. Again, that's why I always want to recommend my Fem Squad community. We really, we keep things real and we definitely talk about problems and challenges, but we frame them in the way of problem solving rather than dwelling and, um, and staying in the down moment. So we're really trying to always be lifting ourselves up and really keeping our eyes on the light. But what I'm saying is this can be a messy time when you are starting to deal with your pelvic health condition and maybe you're just feeling really disheartened, maybe you're feeling frustrated, maybe you're feeling overwhelmed. All of those things can be going on. And and also if you've been dealing with these challenges for a while, maybe you're becoming a little bit discouraged. But you really can, especially through practices like documenting evidence of your growth, you really can ultimately let your mess become your message. Your flaws become your fabulousness, and your wounds become your wisdom. I love that one, your wounds becoming your wisdom. Uh, I, I have so many examples of this, and, and first of all, let's, let's keep it to pelvic health, but I want to share a completely random cha- uh, kind of wound becoming my wisdom that I, I think is kind of fun. But a wound becoming your wisdom in the, in the world of pelvic health could be an example of Maybe you have prolapse. Maybe you developed prolapse. But this wound of prolapse can become your wisdom because not only will dealing with it, especially if you can catch it while it's still mild to moderate, there's so much you can do on your own naturally to help relieve your symptoms and in some cases even completely resolve your symptoms. And so, you know, going to see a pelvic floor physical therapist in person is wonderful. Checking out my lift program is also a great step. I do exercises that strengthen your whole entire team of core players, your entire team of core muscles, which includes your pelvic floor, but we do more than just kegels, (laughs) focusing a lot on awareness of your pelvic floor and how to activate it when you need it a little bit extra, when you need to integrate it into your life, when when you need it a little bit extra on. That's why we're doing these exercises and also just to strengthen our entire core. Um, I also teach you how to relax the muscles, which is very important. And I teach you lifestyle tips to keep your pelvic floor uh, healthy and safe throughout your daily life and to help you manage your intra-abdominal pressure. So these are all things that you can do that are not only going to help the mess, you know, letting your mess become your message. They're not only going to help the mess or the wound or the flaw, however you may see you know, you, you may see your pelvic health challenge as that, a mess, a wound, a flaw. But the cool thing is, by doing this work, by seeing a physical therapist, by going through a program like Lyft or doing other things on your own that are helping you, you gain more awareness about this really vital part of your body. 
And if you hadn't gained awareness, honestly, you may very well have developed a much more severe issue later on in life. So by looking into it now, and and there is, by the way, little side note here, there is no age limit. There's no age limit for starting to work on pelvic floor challenges and pelvic health issues and, and taking care of your pelvic health. There's no time that's too young and there's no time that's too old. So I want to say that quickly, but what I'm saying to you is that if you work on it, one, one win and one amazing thing that you of, of your flaw becoming your fabulousness is that by working on it now, you're going to gain tools that can help you for the rest of your life. You're also going to gain tools that are going to help you honestly have better posture, look taller, have more energy, feel more vibrant, feel more vital, have less back pain. All of the strengthening and lifestyle that we do in programs like my lift and the work you you would do with a pelvic floor physio is going to help you with so much more than just your pelvic floor. It's going to help with your entire core fitness. Again, creating less back pain down the road, less hip and pelvic pain down the road. You will probably be more inspired to be more active because your pelvic health challenges are not holding you back quite as much. So you're going to be uh, more aware, actually. What's going to happen is you may develop a pelvic health issue. It's a potentially a perceived flaw, but then you realize the importance of being active and maintaining your health, maintaining your weight, eating for digestive health, which is probably better for you anyway than the foods that were maybe clogging you up and weighing you down before. So you may potentially manage your weight more successfully. You may have better digestion, which is going to improve your life overall, better energy, better skin, better immune system, all of that will improve. All of these side benefits come. And then many women who go through a prolapse journey end up becoming advocates for pelvic health, for their sisters, their daughters, their friends, their family. Some even turn it into their life's work, their life's purpose. And Lord knows we need more people who are making this their mission, who are making the mission of spreading the word of pelvic health. It's a really big deal and it's a really huge area of need. There's so much need for awareness and advocacy about pelvic health. So this is just some some small ways where your mess can become your message. Your flaws can become your fabulousness. Your wounds can become your wisdom, even with pelvic health challenges. And to bring it back to this documenting evidence of your growth, sometimes just taking these small little moments to notice, hey, look at what I can do now. Look at what I can do now. Look at what I can do now. I can have pain-free sex. Oh my gosh, I was able to get through this whole car ride without feeling like I was going to pee my pants. Whatever it may be, as you make small gains, document them and celebrate them because that's going to make it that much easier for you to reframe your mess as your message or your flaw as your fabulousness or your wound as your wisdom. And so I want to share just two more quick things. One is uh, a story from my own life about this happening, uh, not pelvic health related. And then I also want to share one more little thing, uh, a message, a heartfelt message that I recorded on a walk recently about about being the butterfly. (laughs) So first, let me share another kind of mess becoming your message story. And just again, changing your perspective on challenges because That's what we're talking about today is changing your perspective on challenges. You might see something as a challenge, but so much beauty may arise 
from this challenge. And the challenge can ultimately be what changes you to develop yourself in a new way. So my little story here is that I have always been very insecure about my voice. Uh, When I was younger, I I don't know, when I was a little kid, I don't think I was, but then at a certain point, I think in high school and definitely in college, I became very aware that I thought my voice was really, um, I felt that it was very like high pitched and it was definitely, this concept was definitely um, increased by somebody who I met. She was just an acquaintance, but she was talking about me <laughs> to one of her to one of my friends and i heard her talking about me um she said that i had a cartoon character voice and i <laughs> remember hearing that and you know the way to really get to a woman is to talk about her and then to behind her back right like that's the worst and then to hear something that maybe you weren't expecting or that seemed like a, it seemed like a, I was being bashed, you know, it seemed like I was bashed. I really took offense to it, even though cartoon characters can be wonderful, but I took offense to it. It hurt my feelings. And around that same time and a bit before that, um, dating myself, well, gosh, now I'm trying to remember even the timeline, but basically who remembers Jerry Maguire, the movie Jerry Maguire, uh, with Renee Zellweger as one of the main characters. And Renee Zellweger, Uh, was, you know, a popular actress. I don't even know the date of Jerry Maguire, but whenever Jerry Maguire came out, people always told me that I sounded just like Renee Zellweger. And I remember thinking that her voice was very unique. And I guess I just thought that although she was lovable, a lot of her characters were lovable, I felt like sometimes she played characters that you didn't necessarily take so seriously. And at the time, I really wanted to be taken seriously. I wanted to be a professional. I was going, I was planning to go to school to become a doctor. I wanted to get my degree and I wanted to do big things in the world. And I thought people wouldn't take me seriously if I didn't have a professional voice. And some of the people that I loved listening to and following and being almost like a mentor to me were these women with very low kind of commanding voices. I just felt like they had a lot of presence and I always wanted to have presence. And so this was a big insecurity for me. I I never really tried changing my voice because like physically, like trying to speak lower because I realized that just sounds ridiculous. It doesn't sound authentic and <laughs> I, I couldn't do it. And so It was this little insecurity that niggled at me forever. And I decided though to just go for it and go ahead and do my YouTube videos, grow my YouTube channel, do a ton of videos, ultimately end up doing a, you know, started a podcast. And I really ended up using my voice a lot. And I basically, it was a challenge, but rather than letting it, stop me rather than letting this challenge get me down and hold me back i actually decided to face it head on and do a lot of things that scared me put myself out there in a in a way that ultimately became a pretty big way even though you know this podcast is a very, is a quite a small platform and I, and you know that kind of thing but the youtube channel has grown quite large and i put my voice out there i'm speaking on youtube every single day and even though I was insecure about my voice, even though I felt like I didn't, people maybe wouldn't take me seriously, I did it. 
And I did document evidence of my growth. I have celebrated these small wins along the way. I celebrated that I that I even started it. I kind of said, well, I, I celebrate whenever I reach a milestone of subscribers and followers on on YouTube and that kind of thing. Not out of um, not out of vanity, but out of like, look at this. I'm impacting more people, and that's what I want to do. Like that was my drive to move forward despite my challenge of not liking my voice was really what kept me going and allowed me to take the things that I felt like were scary steps. So I did document evidence of my growth. I did celebrate small steps along the way and the crazy, craziest things started happening. I started actually loving my voice. I started being happy about the way I sound. I started listening to my podcasts and listening and, you know, watching my YouTube videos and being like, hey, I like the way I sound. My voice is unique. It's okay. And it's actually not that crazy high or squeaky or like a cartoon character. And I actually do know what I'm talking about. And look, I am getting these results. My Well, not me. My clients are getting these results. Look at the changes I'm making. Again, celebrating each small step along the way. Celebrating them. Celebrating even putting myself out there when people don't like what I have to say, celebrating the wins, celebrating the losses, celebrating all of it, and starting to look at my challenge in a new way, not maybe as a challenge, but maybe as something that makes me unique, maybe as something that makes me different. Because I started having a lot of people tell me that they loved my voice. I even had this one guy tell me that he bought my program because my Overcome Pelvic Pain program for men because he liked my voice, which I thought was hysterical. I, I mean, I was like, gosh, I hope you enjoyed the program too, but glad you like my voice, I guess. But I've had so many people tell me lately, especially, that they love my voice. And I, I recently, the other day, I had somebody reach out asking me if I would read this specific meditation that is apparently public access on a YouTube video because my voice soothes her. So you may be listening to this right now and being like, Brie, I hate your voice. But the point is, some people like my voice. And really the true point is that once I started accepting my own voice, out of the woodwork, I started getting people complimenting me on my voice. And so it kind of brings it, I hope at least, that this silly story brings it all together because again, this isn't about my voice. It's about changing your perspective on challenges. So I had a challenge. I didn't like my voice. I thought no one would take me seriously. I decided that that wasn't going to hold me back. I was still going to pursue my life's work. So I did. I started documenting evidence of my growth by celebrating literal growth in my in my following in in the people i was serving in the people who were getting results and as i started documenting this evidence of my growth documenting these small wins i started realizing that actually i liked my voice i actually liked it and actually i could help a lot of people with my voice and then only then did i start getting like almost on a regular basis i'm not going to say daily basis but regularly i will hear from people telling me that they love my voice. So it's really all about changing your perspective because where your attention goes, the energy flows and what you resist persists. And so it's about seeing your challenge, seeing it, acknowledging it. Okay, it's there. 
Now, are we going to let it drag us down? Are we going to let ourselves wallow in it? Are we going to let ourselves stay in the caterpillar soup? Or are we going to overcome? Are we going to move forward into that beautiful butterfly that we know is ahead of us, even though there's mud and muck in the meantime? Are we going to stay in the caterpillar soup or are we going to do stuff anyway that's going to move us forward? And some of these things include doing the work, taking the actions, learning what you need to do to make yourself better. For me, it was to push myself by putting myself out there on YouTube and podcast, whatever. But also for pelvic health challenges, it's, you know, finding supportive groups that are actually supportive and not dragging you down, finding programs or a physical therapist who can help you learn tools and techniques to strengthen and release your muscles in a safe way, to learn lifestyle tips that are going to help make you feel better in the long run. And then doing the work, taking the action, knowing that even when you have setbacks or failures or things feel hard, you keep going. You keep going. You think of the butterfly that is ahead of you. And even though the butterfly looks different than the caterpillar that went into the cocoon, you may be more comfortable with that caterpillar and the butterfly looks different, but honestly, that butterfly is so much more beautiful than that caterpillar. They're both beautiful in their own ways, but the butterfly is really something special because the butterfly has been through the caterpillar soup and the butterfly has learned so much. And to help keep the butterfly or the caterpillar moving forward toward the butterfly. That caterpillar, you know, well, maybe the caterpillar didn't do this, but in our metaphor, (laughs) documenting evidence of your growth can be very, very helpful. So I'm going to leave it at that. And to let you in on a little secret, well, I'm going to share with you a little recording that I did that may just be fun for you to listen to, may inspire you. It's something that I recorded on a recent walk. Um, which is where I do my best thinking is when I'm out on a walk. But I do want to let you know that I am going to be actually resting my voice for a while and I'm not exactly sure that the direction of the podcast for the future, this might be our last episode. I'm not hundred percent sure, but I think it might be. Uh, I'm also not closing doors. I'm, I'm leaving it sort of gently open for the next phase, the next evolution, uh, whatever that may be. It may be some Q and A's randomly, but I hope that if you've enjoyed this episode, whether you've listened to all of my episodes up until now, or you've just you know recently gotten started with me, I hope you'll go back and listen to all. 85 that I've recorded, you'll see an evolution. Speaking of butterflies, you'll see an evolution and a metamorphosis even in me because I am a person who's always learning, always growing, always evolving what I talk about, how I talk about it, the style of podcast this is. Like, at first, I was reading chapters from my book, you know, and now I'm mostly solo cast. And in the middle, I did a lot of interviews. I mean, there's so much to learn, there's so much gold in this series. So even if I, um, I'm done done using my voice in this way for now. I may come back and I might not, but that's part of the beauty of this whole thing, right? (laughs) So I hope you'll enjoy catching up and uh, I hope that this has inspired you and that you'll continue to be inspired to change your perspective on challenges. It truly is the challenges that change us and it's your choice. Like what will you, how will you feed your thoughts? Will you feed your thoughts to make the challenges change you in a good way and to move into the butterfly or in a bad way to keep you in the caterpillar soup? So 
going back and listening to my podcast from the beginning will give you lots of tools to help you move forward and move toward the butterfly rather than getting stuck in the caterpillar soup. So uh, I will leave you with the uh, awareness that the show notes has ways we can work together and continue to stay connected and in touch. So please check the show notes. And then I'm going to actually put on my recording that I did on a walk recently. So I love you and thank you for being here. And I really wish the best for you. I truly do with every fiber of my being. And I hope you'll check the show notes and and keep in touch with me because I'm not stopping YouTube. That will probably, that that won't stop for a while at least. I, I do love my YouTube. So definitely catch my voice over there. And here is the recording and have a wonderful day. My goal is to gently nudge you out of your little shells, hardened little shells of protection, self-protection, discomfort, disgust with yourself, shame, annoyance, frustration, fear, anxiety, (sighs) loss of hope, protection, self-protection, hard. My goal is to nudge you out of that shell and into the beautiful butterfly of joy that you are beyond your pelvic health issues beyond any of that to just move you into that place where you just have a twinkle in your eye and a little sly knowing smile that you actually have it all figured out even if you know even if things aren't perfect yet you're on your way and besides You are so much more than your pelvic floor. You are so much more amazing than that. You are so much more awesome than that. You are so much bigger than that. You are beautiful. You are a slice of pure magic. You are a slice of universal energy. You are a slice of source. And you have that slice inside of you. You have that spark inside your heart. It's expanding every day. And nothing can take that away from you. You know... You're emerging. You're emerging from that shell. You are emerging back into you. Nothing, nothing can dampen that. Thank you so much for listening. And if this podcast was helpful for you today, please share it with a friend. Tell them, you know, what you learned and how it's going to be helpful and amazing for them to talk about this stuff. Don't forget to subscribe and also check the show notes for all the links you need, including how to follow me on Instagram and YouTube. And until next time, remember, you don't have to be an expert, but every woman should know a bit. We'll see you next time.